Test, test, test. Here comes the test. We're testing the microphones and this is the testing. Testing, testing. Doug is also testing the mic. Today is Tuesday, October 2nd, 2018, and you're listening to the Official View News. I'm Greg Pollock. And I'm Doug Wagner. You can find links to all the stories we talk about in our weekly newsletter and on news.viewjs.org. View 3.0 is currently in the prototyping phase, and over the weekend, Evan, you released a blog post with some of the exciting details. Are we talking about breaking changes here? This will be a major release, so yes. In this new version, the templating syntax will remain 99% the same, though. It will support class-based components natively. Functional components can be plain functions, and most of the changes will involve the virtual DOM format used in render functions. The source code architecture itself is being completely rewritten from the ground up to make it easier to contribute to, and the code base will be all written in TypeScript. Why TypeScript? Now to contribute to Vue, you'll have to know TypeScript. Yeah, but the type information and IDE support will make it easier for new contributors. At at least that's the idea. The new code base will be designed to be tree shanking friendly as well. Meaning features of Vue your app's not using can be stripped from your Vue source file. It'll be faster and it also has support for fragments. Oh, Fragments give you the ability to have multiple root nodes. Yeah, and a custom render API, making it easier to implement native solutions like Weeks and NativeScript View. So they don't have to fork the code base anymore. That's the idea. There's no definite timeline, but in Evan's article, he outlines the steps to get to release, which he says will likely be sometime in 2019. So not a huge number of changes for those of us using Vanilla View. <laughs> yeah, but why use Vanilla View when you can have Chocolate Chip View? There's a Chocolate Chip View? <laughs> no, but it'd be delicious. A little over a week ago, NativeScript View 2.0 shipped. This new version has a simplified View CLI template. All NativeScript View elements are now functional components. There's better documentation, integration of NativeScript's rapid development environment on the desktop, Sidekick, NativeScript UI components, and the ability to use View Dev tools to debug your apps. Talking about Vue Dev Tools, a new version is in beta and it has a bunch of new features, including routing, performance, and settings tabs, as well as editing a Vuex state inside the Vuex tab. Ooh, nice. What does the routing tab do? Well, it gives you two things. First, you can get a list of all the valid routes for your app. And secondly, you can get route history. You know, kind of like how the Vuex tab shows you how your state changes, the route history tab shows you how your routes change with the ability to drill down to get more information. And the performance tab? This shows you the runtime performance of your app and how long it took each component to render. Peter Benugo wrote up a blog post going into more detail if you're interested. I'm a little scared to admit that it's only recently that I truly understood why to use Vuex, thanks to Adam Jar's work here at Vue Mastery. Vuex is Vue's built-in state machine. You use Vuex so you don't have to send data through your app, passing props down and bubbling events up, right? Yeah, that's the first problem it solves for you, but the second problem isn't as obvious. When you have a large application that's manipulating your state from many different parts of the app, your application can become brittle. This is what happened to Facebook and why they created Flux, the architecture Vuex is based on. If you want to learn how Vuex solves these problems, definitely check out my post on the Vue Mastery blog this week. The Vue ecosystem is growing, and it's hard to stay on top of what's going on. That's why you listen to this podcast. Yes, but we don't produce this every day. So if you want a list of Twitter profiles to follow, check out a blog post by Dobromir Hristov, where he'll give you a few people and company accounts you might want to be following. 
If you're already familiar with the basics of e-routing, Harshal Patil recently wrote up a blog post with eight advanced concepts that will help solidify your understanding. He calls it the View Router Missing Manual. Anything interesting? Well, if you're familiar with Angular's state router, he discusses the differences between that and what View has, basically a URL router. One thing I did take from the article was that you can pass hidden data when navigating from one route to another. Where might that be useful? Well, when one component has data, maybe fetched from an API, that another component will need... When you use View Router to switch components, you can also send that hidden data, which can save that component from doing another API call. Interesting. Yeah. As your software team gets larger, it becomes more important to build view components so backend developers won't hate you, <laughs> which is the title of an article by Ian Johnson this week. Is it okay to make backend developers hate you? I mean, like a little? I mean, some of those API calls are pretty ugly. No comment. <laughs> Ian gives a few good ideas on how to write components so someone who is not as familiar with JavaScript will still be able to use complex components and how to build self-contained blocks of HTML, CSS, and JavaScript, which can be copy-pasted with self-explanatory properties. With the Vue 3.0 source code itself written in TypeScript, you might be thinking the language is worth another look. Maybe, but you don't have me convinced. Well, maybe Arnav Gupta can convince you. He started a series of articles entitled The Joy of Building View Apps in TypeScript. In his first article, he shows how to write view class components. What did you think? Well, TypeScript does give you some additional syntactic sugar with view class components, but it's really a matter of preference. Check out his blog post if you want to see some JavaScript code side by side with its equivalent TypeScript code. Many developers use Vue with a front-end UI framework like Vuetify, Bootstrap Plus Vue, Element, or Quasar. This week, Andy Pavlo wrote up an article evaluating these four frameworks, giving you the pros and cons of using each of them. Mm, and was there any winner? Not really. Each has their strengths based on what you're looking for. Definitely check out his post if you're in the market to use one. Talking about front-end UI frameworks, if you want to give UIKit a try, Aravind Vagu wrote up a great tutorial showing how to install it using Vue CLI 3.0 and import all the files you need to start using the same theme as the UIKit website. This episode is sponsored by ViewSchool.io, which has a bunch of Vue courses and now a subscription model so you can get access to over 70 lessons. The first 2,000 subscribers can pay $9 a month or $89 a year to get access to their content. Check them out at ViewSchool.io. Thank you for listening to the official Vue News podcast. Be sure to tune in every week for the latest news in the Vue community.